You're listening to In the Arena, and this is Anthony in Reno. I want to put an audio clip here today for you that comes from LinkedIn a few weeks ago, maybe as much as a month ago. A friend of mine had posted on LinkedIn in a video that closing was not a skill and that it wasn't something that you needed to be focused on as you sell. And in many cases, what he was describing was not closing. He wasn't describing commitment gaining per se. What he was describing was tactical, pushy, smarmy, manipulative, self-oriented tactics. And to that point, he's 100% correct. You cannot do those things now. You don't need to do those things now. It doesn't make sense to sell like it's 1978 and when it's 2018. It doesn't make sense to sell like it's 40 years ago. But closing still matters a great deal, and commitment gaining matters a great deal. And the ability to control the process and be consultative and tell your dream client or your prospect what comes next as they go down their path and their journey to going from a current state to a better future state. And my recognition is that the client doesn't know what they need to do. They don't know that they need to collaborate and help us tailor the solution for them specifically. They don't know that they're going to need consensus, and they don't know how many people they're going to need to bring into a deal. So all of these kinds of things are part of my book, The Lost Art of Closing. This was recorded on LinkedIn, and it will help you think about closing, and I'll give you some idea about the 10 commitments Uh, Although listening to it, I recognize I left off the 10th commitment, which is the commitment to execute. But before we get there, this podcast is being sponsored by B2BSalesTraining.com. Go there if you want training individually for the very best ideas in consultative selling, the best strategies, the tactics, the solutions that you need to develop yourself personally and professionally. So go check that out and keep your eye out for the lifetime offer, which will go away in a couple days after the recording of this podcast. So here we go. Closing matters, even if it means something different now. This is my first video on LinkedIn, and it is a response and maybe a little bit of piling on with my friend Jim Keenan, who uh, did this provocative video I'm looking at right now called Good Closers Are Bad Salespeople. It's time we start perpetuating the myth that closing skills matter. They don't. And uh, Jim and I are in wild agreement here, but I will tell you that closing skills do matter, and it is a skill. So let's talk about what Jim said and what he gets right, and then let me add some color and some context into what he was talking about with micro-commitments, even though I think they're macro-commitments. So the first thing Jim told you is that the tactics and tricks, the tie-downs, the high-pressure, the smarmy, pushy, hard sell is dead. You cannot do that in B2B sales, it will hurt you. And it will cause uh, clients to be repelled away from you instead of attracted to you. And there's so much competition right now. These tactics that people used in 1972 will not serve you in any way right now. So you need to get rid of all that. He's 100% right. Jim is also right that it is a journey. We do go on a journey with the client and they have to make a number of commitments to go along this journey with us. And I'll tell you what each of those are in just a minute. There's 10 of them all together. Closing is a skill. It is something that you can learn. It is something that you can practice. It is something you can get better at because it's a human interaction. And if you pay attention and you listen and you study good language choices, you're going to find out you can be super consultative and that will help you gain commitments faster than anything else. So let me tell you what closing means now. What closing used to mean was that it's this last event where we ask 
ask for the business. We're going to say, can I get you to sign this contract? That's what it used to mean. But I wrote a book about this. It's called The Lost Art of Closing. And there's 10 commitments. And there's probably more than that, but I rolled them up into 10. So let me tell you what they are and why this matters. Good closers mean that you know how to help the client make the commitments that they need to make to make real change in their company. It means that you know how to guide them in a consultative way from the current state to the future state and that you can help them do all the things they need to do along that path. And so let me just give you an idea what that looks like. The first commitment you have to gain, which is a close if you want to call it a close, is a commitment for time. You have to prospect and you have to get your prospective client or what I would call your dream client to meet with you. After that, you have to get their commitment to explore change. They have to start exploring new ideas. You probably have to share something with them so that they get a new view of their business. Or the way that I would put it, you have to help them discover something about themselves. And when they discover, wait, there's better results available to me. I don't have to live with the devil I know. There's a different devil I can pick up now. I'm interested in that. Then they have to decide it makes sense to go through the process. That's the commitment to change. And right now in your pipeline, you likely have deals where you've had a lot of conversations but your prospective client hasn't committed to making a change. They're good with exploring, but they're not good at making the decision to move forward. And that's because there's some other commitments that you have to gain to help them get there. The next commitment is the commitment to collaborate, where we're going to talk about what might work. I'm going to share ideas with you. You're going to share ideas with me. And then we're going to figure out what's the best way for us to get this outcome together when we work as a team and figure out what we can do here. Those collaborative conversations, that might be one meeting, it might be two meetings, it could be five meetings or ten meetings, but it is a commitment that you have to ask for and gain. You have to have the commitment to go through the discovery process and share ideas and riff on things before you decide on what the final answer is. From there, you have to ask for and gain the commitment to consensus. You've got to be able to bring in the stakeholders. CEB, now Gartner, says there's 6.8. I think their new research is going to say there's far more than that uh, in the way of stakeholders involved in a B2B deal. So you have to know how to get those stakeholders in, which means you have to ask for the commitment. You have to say, Jim Keenan, in my experience, if we don't bring in your peers that are going to be involved in this decision, we're going to get so far out in front of them, we're going to become disconnected, and they're going to be right to put the brakes on or kill this initiative because they'll think that we left them behind and we didn't consider what they need. How soon can we bring those people into this conversation, and who do we need to bring here first? That is a commitment and you need to gain it. It's important. You also have to have the commitment to invest. So you need to talk about money. And I'll just tell you, the more expensive what it is you sell, the earlier that conversation has to happen because it could be a qualifying consideration for you and for your client. So you need to talk about money. And then you need a commitment to review what it is you're going to do and the commitment to resolve concerns. And right now in your pipeline, I guarantee you have deals where your prospective client or your dream client is thinking to themselves, not sure this is the right deal. I'm not sure this is the right amount of money. I'm not sure everybody's bought in. I'm not sure that we're actually going to get this outcome. I'm not even sure if it's the right outcome for us to get. And when they start talking to themselves and each other, all these concerns come up. But if you don't have the commitment to get back together with them and say, I just want to make sure that after you have your meeting, I have a chance to answer and address all of the concerns that anyone might have so that you can be 100% confident moving forward. After you get those eight commitments, then you can ask for the final commitment, which is to decide and to take action. And all you're going to have to say is, look, uh, I think we've done good work here together. Unless you have some concern that I still need to address for you, 
Uh, I'd like to recommend that we put this in, in into motion for you right now. Can I get you a contract? Can we go ahead and trade paper? And can I get started for you? You don't have to try to tie anybody down. You don't have to try to trick them. You don't have to try to be sneaky or pushy. All you have to do is just ask, can I go ahead and get this started for you? Or is there something else you need? If there's something else they need, they'll tell you that. But you do have to ask for the business. And so this part, Jim and I will be different on opinions here. I do not think you should wait for your client to come to you and ask, if can I finally buy from you? I think that when you do all this work, you're right to ask for the commitment. You've guided them through this whole consultative process, going through all these commitments together. It would be criminal negligence not to ask them for the business. And it would be even worse to open a gap for somebody else who's a lot like you, who's also creating value to ask for the business and to have the client make the decision. I gave it to them because they told me they really wanted the business and they asked for it and I wasn't sure how you felt about it. You don't want that to happen to you and it happens to people. So you have to be a good closer, but you have to be a good closer in 2018 terms, not in 1978 terms. So Jim is exactly right there. Check out gong.io's um, research too. It's it's very interesting. It's worth your time. The other thing that Jim said that's exactly right is that you win way earlier in the process. If you're trying to win at the end and you didn't do all this work and you went right to closing, you made a huge mistake, probably one that you can't undo. So thanks, Jim Keenan, for uh, the provocation. You are a provocateur and you provoked me to do my first video on LinkedIn. And look, go gain the commitments and do good work. You're trying to help people. You're not trying to hurt them. You're not doing things to them. You're doing things for them and with them. And asking for these commitments is how you become consultative in the first place. If you don't have the book, The Lost Art of Closing, go pick it up now at Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble. And I'm going to extend my offer if you buy it on either of those platforms and send me the receipt. I will send you a copy of the only sales guide you'll ever need. Send that receipt to Anthony at Anarino.com. I am Anthony Anarino, and you can find me at thesalesblog.com, where I publish daily and have done so for about eight years now. You can also find me at youtube.com forward slash Anarino. When you go to either one of those, you're going to find a link to my newsletter, which is thesalesblog.com forward slash newsletter, where you can get my best work in your inbox every Sunday morning so that you can hit the ground running on Monday. If you like this podcast and you want to share it, please go to iTunes and give it a review. Leave me your notes or comments there and help me share this with other people who might benefit from this content. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you next time in the arena.